The following podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network. You're tuning in to Flawed and Fabulous. I'm Ash, and I like to think that we are all flawed, but we are also fucking fabulous. Welcome again to season two of Flawed and Fabulous. We are so excited to have you here. Hello, Miss Courtney. Hello, Ash. Episode two. Woohoo! I know. So today we are talking about all things perspective, but before we get into that, we want to touch on we are still having our goal of getting as many subscribers and as many followers as we can for this podcast. So make sure whatever platform you're on, you are subscribing. We've got to spread the message. Yes, please, people. Um, and also share on your Instagram because I feel like that's where most people are seeing things and getting traction. So share, 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 share. Thank you in advance. And tag with Love Ash. Yes. Thank you very much. So it wouldn't be a normal potty without the angel cards. And we have prepared one earlier. (laughs) (laughs) I have my own now, guys, so we can speed up this process. Yes. You go first, Miss Carton. All right. I've pulled my card and I have creative projects. Stop. You pull this all the time. (laughs) I I never pulled this. Your soul longs to express itself in creative ways. We're guiding you to infuse artistry and creative creativity into your life create expression sorry creative expression makes you feel alive and excited and reignites passion towards your life do you want me to go into the rest since you've done this so many no, times I think on here you should because there might be an additional thing in there that stands okay. out for you this card says that you need more avenues for creative expression the angels are guiding you to look for outlets at work and home for example write play music make crafts paint sew or redecorate it doesn't matter whether your artistry is market ready certainly wouldn't be if I was sewing <laughs> what's important is that you allow your inner artist to enjoy the freedom of expression additional means this card work on a meaningful project that you are procrastinating about enroll in a creative class such as photography and dance your life purpose and meaningful career will come to you through these creative ways that you are unimagining right now don't worry you don't have to have a life purpose just follow the path before you I can think of a few things. Oh, can you? Yes. I can't. Um, I have well, thought we're going to get into it. I don't want to ruin the story, oh. but going into the, the life's purpose, it might. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes, so, yes, yes. And the projects that we're tying in with that. So yes. it does make sense for me for you. Yes. I have already started these things, I guess, is why I was like start, but I guess it's just reinforcing yes. you're on the right path, Courtney. Yeah, well, well you had a little speed bump that yeah, made I you think, do true. I continue yeah. or do yeah. I not? All right. We'll get into that. Tell us what you've got. <laughs> Excited! It's been so long. The ocean, Aww. and I've had this one before too. Um, and I've actually been spending a lot of time back in the ocean. But anyway, I'll come back to that. Um, the deep blue sea speaks to your soul, healing and soothing you. Even the act of imagining yourself dipping into its healing womb brings about desirable effects. Better yet, spend time physically near the ocean. Allow its power and beauty to wash away all cares and concerns. And in the book, it says. I wonder if it's under O. No, yes, it is. Um, This card comes to you of your connection with the ocean. It's a sign that you need to spend more time near the sea, perhaps during a vacation. Who doesn't want one of those right now? (laughs) I was supposed to go to Bali, by the way, during isolation. I had to cancel it. Um, Or as a home base. And I live near the ocean too. The angels will help you with this endeavour if you ask and allow them 
two, sorry, the ocean air and water inspires and heals you. Additional meanings for this card, take sea salt bath to detoxify, drink more water, connect with dolphins and the other sea dwellers. You have an ocean-related past life. Learn a water sport such as diving, sailing or snorkeling. I just want to see you do synchronised swimming because <laughs> like you with the little like thing on your I nose. I wouldn't even need one. Can I show you my party trick? You ready? Oh, my God, you're going to do the nose thing. <laughs> I wouldn't even need a nose plug. Oh, my gosh, I hope the camera's picking that up because we're going to pull that out, okay? <laughs> it's Try and do it. No. <laughs> that was we gross, can come sorry. Back. We can come back to that later. And also the one thing that this really resonates with me at the moment because I've had a few conversations recently that I have this like water phobia, obviously, with what happened to Haunt. I don't like swimming by myself. I have this thing and obviously that's going to be with me for a long part of my life. But I like to be near the ocean. It's like calming water. For you. Yeah, it's weird that it does that. When I'm in it, I don't feel that calm. But when I'm near it or by it and the new house that we – or land that we'll be building a house on is on um, a ocean slash creek. Um, so they it's like that channeling – waters the way they meet so um I feel so um comfortable and a real like want to be there even though I won't be near the ocean it's still going to give me that little fix and I feel that when I go there one of my biggest fears just as like Mm -hmm. a side note in case you don't you probably don't know this about me is reading out loud and you make me do it every single episode (laughs) I actually get so stressed read ever since I was a kid if I was in class and the teacher would be like everyone's reading a paragraph, I would count which paragraph was going to be mine and, rehearse. and then rehearse it because I would be so well, stressed and that's why I fumble. a lot of shit that makes me fumble. <laughs> so it's nice to have a bit of payback. Not that I should be promoting that, but that is good to know. So I will continue that up. I was even going to offer to read the book for you before and now I'm like, no, you Damn can it. keep that because I have to say things that I have to repeat a thousand times and I get it wrong every time. We have to push through. We are growing uh, together. Anyway, so that's why I fumble when I read because I can read but just like not out loud. <laughs> and meanwhile, if the script wasn't there, you'd be completely fine. Like if the words weren't there, you'd be like, bam, I'm talking about this. Oh, yeah. I do, yeah. I'm like, just let me read it. Just <laughs> let me read it off the paper, please. No, no one's listen to robots, right? Okay. All right. Let's get into it. Perspective. I, um, during ISO, and I know we touched on ISO um, last episode, so this is not about ISO, but I... Um, feels like everything's about ISO I know, still. <laughs> and it's hard to like fully disconnect from it, but I started to be like, what the fuck am I doing? Why am I doing this stuff? I have this business and even though it's like cursed and all this bad shit happens to it, it makes me a lot of money and like I can barely, you know, sometimes I have to be there, sometimes I don't and, you know, my life's easy and I'm like... Why am I putting myself out there on social media? Why am I trying to help people? Why am I trying to do this? And poor Courtney has to listen to me babble about this shit all the time. I babble <laughs> as well, so it's fine. And um, I was kind of – would have maybe – do you reckon it was like five, six weeks ago? How – four? Anyway. Maybe, yeah, I reckon five or six weeks five ago. Five or six weeks ago. So we'd only been in isolation for a month and, you know, you were thriving in isolation from the get-go. You were like, schedules, this, that, accountability. And I'm kind of like, eh. Like I'm going to order Uber Eats again and I'm You were also drink. in like ISO denial. Like you were yeah. like, no, nothing's going to go wrong. It's all an exaggeration. Yeah. And whereas, I had the barley blues. Yeah, like, whereas I was we- like early in like we're in this. This is going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of my last episodes was talking about going to Bali actually. Yeah. And I was like, if you hear from me next time, I'll be there or I'm not. Well, I didn't go. Um, and um, 
we were supposed to fly out on the Sunday and the lockdown like quarantine thing happened on the Wednesday. So if we did go on the Tuesday like we were supposed to, we would have um, had to come back and do the two weeks even though we ended up staying at home. I feel you know. justified in how much pressure I put on you not to go. <laughs> and either or I did it with you guys. I was like, I don't think it's wise to go. <laughs> And I'm like, so being such a negative Nancy, I'm like, we are going. We have been, we deserve you're like, this. I need this break. And I was like, you're going to get stuck. <laughs> and we would have. So thank you, Courtney, for freaking me so out wise. and making me pull the pin. But anyway, so I was in this like weird headspace and I was like, Ugh, and you're all like doing amazing shit. And I'm like, Ugh. and then you kind of must have, well, you'd heard me say it, but then you must have listened to something yourself. And do you usually listen to this podcast? It's new-ish to me. New-ish, yeah. yeah. But so, I had seen, like heard it many times before, but like this year, not like past this year. Right. So it's called The Rise Podcast and it's by um, the Hollis Co., which is Rachel Hollis and her husband Dave. And they are life coaches. Um, but I listened to episode 142, which was called Hold On To The Rope, which is what um, Courtney recommended to me. And it came at just the right time for me. I was just like, everything's this is too hard. I'm a factory burnt down now. I've got fucking COVID. I was I'm like, like, listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, and then, you know, all the Instagram stuff, I'm like, this is weird. Like, you know, these people are doing that. And I was getting so like, I lost track of what I was trying to do and I wasn't trying to be someone else but I was comparing myself to other people and like that's not who I am naturally. All this stuff is making me do that. And so I was still in that limbo period. Listen to this podcast um, that Courtney recommended and it just went like ding, 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 ding. And it just – it was actually about habits. It wasn't about perspective. It was about habits. And um, in within this podcast they spoke about this free 90-day challenge, the next 90, that they were doing. And I was like, "Mm, I really like this podcast. I'm going to look into that. So went into then their like online program. It's free. So just logged in and the first episode and I at this point was like, oh, I might just listen to it in the sauna. And so I went down, I was in the sauna, listened to it and it just struck so many chords with me about what they were talking about in this perspective. I'm like, I'm in control if I choose to be. It was like a tough love kind of thing as well. Yeah. And so the, yeah, it, it wasn't like a, oh, poor you, like they're like, unless you have COVID or know someone with COVID, like stop worrying, stop watching the news, which, you know, people can watch the news. That's completely fine. I don't really usually watch the news and I was consuming a lot of news. I was sitting at work. We were like watching the coronavirus, like it was the stock market. That's what we were doing initially too. And then we're messaging our friends about this person said this, this person, then there's all the shit online. That's not even news, but just like people talk about things things that they've heard and videos they've seen, what's happening over in China, what's happening in Germany. It's like all this kind of hysteria was created initially. We all felt that, I think. And it was unsettling and, you know, then it was creating, you know, worry and then doubt and I was just feeling all the feels and I was like, no, I'm going to switch off the news. I'm not going to listen to this anymore. I'm just going to focus on me and unless it directly affects me, I'm just keeping on, keeping on and doing what I did. And that's when I actually, that day was when I decided to have the tech time out. I was like, I'm too consumed with everything. And it was just supposed to be seven days. And I ended up having two weeks and I could have easily 
probably have not really come back on um, I, except I felt like I was was missing things from my friends, like all the funny memes and like all the jokes and I like I need to like share, I have been sharing him, this guy that's been doing his quarantine TikTok every day, he's like an actor in Melbourne and like he imitated the um, Prime Minister doing that, Andrew, Andrew, <laughs> and it's like a disco version and it was it's like hilarious. So I was just enjoying watching him. I was like and he's like, are you watching that guy again? I'm like, shh, it's my time. <laughs> I'm enjoying this. But TikTok time. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I was like I needed to reset, not be worried about what anyone else was doing and find out what is important to me. I also had my course starting soon and I was really freaked out that I wasn't going to. What's your course? um, It's a coaching course and um, it's online. It's six months. I haven't studied since I left school anything. So to be committed to something that I am accountable for myself for six months to do in my own time, I was like, oh, God, like how do I do that? Like I am just so used to like, you know, allocating time. And I get pulled a lot having, you know, this side of my life which is, you know, doing the podcast and trying to create, you know, a second career path and then my other business which also demands a lot of time with me, then enter a fire and then enter COVID. I'm like that's a lot more than what I'm used to usually handling there so I'm like oh my god the juggle is real like how am I going to do it but I'm like what do I want I need to figure out what do I want am I fluffing over here like being like oh you know like that tradie life is like you know not cool enough for me so is that why I'm doing this and then I really thought about it and I was like no I'm doing it because what has happened to me over these years like and Rachel actually said it in her her brother committed suicide when she was 14 and she found him and she's like you know when people say everything happens for a reason and that kind of for me still sends like chills down my spine that quote where I'm like oh it's a bit like wipe over it like you know if you've actually felt something like your cancer for example you don't want someone to say to you well everything happens for a reason like you're like but she says everything that happens has meaning and I'm like, okay, well, what is the meaning behind? And it could just be a play on words, you know, if you look at it. But I'm like, I don't think there was a reason that Horn died. Um, I don't think there was a reason that my factory burnt down. Um, but I do think that it's something and there's an opening for it to be explored yeah. if you want to. And so I was like, you know, no, had my time, had my one week. One week came around. Chloe's like, when are you coming back? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I did this Jen Instagram. You're like, can you send me the video of you on Insta story? <laughs> I'm like, like it's cheating. Go back on Instagram. <laughs> and then she, I was like, um, she's like, just look on Eden's. I'm like, no, that's double cheating. I'm like, oh, like you're making on, up these rules. I'm like, I'm actually on the app doing that. I can't be on the app. <laughs> I was like, me sending you a photo I posted is exactly the same as being on Instagram. <laughs> So I was like, not in my eyes, Courtney, not in my (laughs) eyes. Yeah, so I was like, yep, I'm taking this time out and now I've refocused and I'm going to start pretend studying in this like course that's free to lead me into when I actually am paid for a course that costs a lot of money and that, um, you know, I want to do really well in. And, you know, when like everyone probably heard the word like coaching and like eye roll, like snore. Um, I'm actually doing it for this podcast because I I don't want to be a coach. I don't want to spend one-on-one time with people. I want to put the best that I can into this. Like this is an investment for me to, um, you know, bring better things to other people's life. And I want to do that to my best of ability. And right now I get a little bit lost on how I can do that. And Courtney's like, well, do it. (laughs) It's not that hard. And I'm like, oh, but it is hard for me. So, you know, um, when, you know, 
I was supposed to start it in February. So it was going to be aligning with the start of the podcast quite well. And then after the fire, I had to delay it because I didn't know how available my time would be. And enter coronavirus in May. <laughs> so much time. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and so I want you to talk about how what you were doing through ISO that made me feel like shit. <laughs> Jeez, wow. <laughs> the comparison as we're not supposed to do, but everyone does. Um, so I think for me, the biggest change for me in ISO was that I made a considered effort to change my work hours, which was like a little naive to begin with. Um, so I usually work probably 7.30 till 10 p.m. every day. Yeah. And then I don't work those hours on the weekend, but I do work several hours on the weekend as well. Um, Everyone's like trying to count. They're like, how many hours is that? Like, <laughs> And the answer is too many. It's fine because I'm single and I have no children. So like there's nothing else going on. I'm ready so to mingle, like- aren't you? <laughs> That's another conversation. Oh, God. <laughs> Courtney on the dating apps. Um, and so I made a considered effort because I knew that my Europe trip was going to be cancelled. So I have a trip to go to Europe in July, which is obviously called off. And I knew that our business was going to have like all of these struggles over this period. So I'm not going to be able to like come out of COVID and be like, see ya, I'm going now. It's going to have to be full steam ahead. So I didn't know when I was going to get another holiday. And I haven't had a holiday in probably like three years, I think. And I haven't taken any time off work apart from when I had surgery at one point last year. Um, And that was just because it was a horrific recovery and I had a bad reaction to the drugs in the hospital, of course, standard Courtney. Um, (laughs) And so that was a very bad time. It wasn't like a time where I was like at home relaxing. Even at Christmas, I work all the way through. So I haven't had any kind of a break more than like, And why do you do that? Like people would be listening like, you know, you're owner of a business, like, you know, the the schedule's big, the workload's big, but, you know, some people have their own business so they don't have to do those things. Yeah. So, but, you you know, you did obviously say like single, live alone, but like. I mean, we're trying to build this business as big as we can. I know at some point I'll be older and have responsibilities that I have to attend to, otherwise child services would be called, (laughs) you know, if I ever go down that route. Um, So, you know, I can do it now, so why not? And Thankfully, I don't have mental health issues, so I don't need to have downtime. Like a lot of people have to have this calm and relaxed to do all of that kind of stuff. And for me, I'm not sure, but my perspective on work is something that I really enjoy doing and I'm more uncomfortable doing nothing. your job and your work. And so sometimes it is work, but sometimes it's also pleasure. Yeah, exactly. So I'm able to do that. Not everybody can do Mm -hmm. that, um, but yeah, it's just what I do. So because I had been told by a lot of doctors and nurses in the last couple of months, like you need to slow down, it's too much, um, I'm decided that I was going to try and work nine to five when I was at home and then do after hours before and after my own shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? But still growth stuff. Yes. So I still like do stuff to help me grow in my job. So it's still kind yeah. of related, but yeah. it's not sitting down doing actual work. So I started to get like a really specific routine. It was like getting breakfast, eating breakfast, as simple as that. I'd never, my whole life have eaten breakfast ever. Yeah. So just something like that. Then I started working out. I've never worked out my whole life pretty There's much. Very, some very good videos. <laughs> very <laughs> interesting. Insta story with that. You've got to pump it up. It's I'm waiting for relatable. that to come. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I started doing that. I had my morning ritual with like pulling my quote cards and stuff stuff like that, which I guess is similar to like your angel cards Mm -hmm. that you do. Um, And then I would, I signed up for a lot of online courses for like personal things that I wanted to do. And um, I sort of changed the style of podcasts I was listening to to be more informative um, and educational rather than just like crime podcasts and stuff that were more just like entertainment. Um, And yeah, that's basically what I was doing. And I was becoming very structured in my 
work as well because my job normally in the nine to five arena is not at my desk very much. I'm on podcasts, I'm producing podcasts, I'm in meetings and all of a sudden nine to five, I'm sitting there by myself Mm -hmm. at my desk the whole time. It was like, whoa, this is different. Um, So I had to become very structured and micromanage myself and my time in order to be productive because I did find it initially a bit of a change. And part of the reason that we didn't really continue with the podcast during the ISO time, which we could have, you still were recording a number of podcasts during that time. Um, I felt that one, I'm a face-to-face person. I feed off energy. So the other podcasts were via Skype, just FYI. Yeah. Yeah. So they were not, not in at the studio and knowing myself and how I, um, you know, feed off people. I was like, I don't even really feel like I can bring anything to anyone during this time. Like I, don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to come on here and babble about a whole heap of shit that I'm repeating that I heard from someone else. And I wasn't really in a good headspace and I was I was worrying. I was not, not overly worrying because um, that's not really my personality, but I was like, I've come this far and now fucking this. Like I can't fix this one. This one doesn't rely on me. This doesn't allow me to just go out and be like, okay, well, you know, I'm just going to build a new factory or I'm just going to go lease this. Like this was completely out of my hands and that frightened me a little bit and um, I was like, I don't want to go down that path. Also I was watching your stuff and as I said, I felt like shit. I'm like Courtney's doing all this and I'm like trying to just – stop watching wine time I'm like it's only like 9 30 I'm like what time can we start today I'm like so and obviously having children at home is you know I, w- I was like can I come live with you Courtney like I'll just leave Eden with the kids for a bit and I was like someone must take me in like someone I just need a break I need to leave I'm not used to this um but then, you know, I started to get my mojo back and it's funny that the, the ocean card came up because I was posting sunrise pics and I wasn't even out there. <gasps> You're a fraud. I was a fraud and I was like – and that's why I felt like shit. It, for me, it's a huge part of my mojo, of what makes me feel good. And so now I was like I'm going to start doing what I used to do. I have to get into my routine and while my day is not completely structured in like what I need to do at what time, my morning routine is by far the most important thing I can do for myself. And Eden and I, he's so supportive in that degree. I'm very, very lucky that I can have a conversation with him and it's not an argument. Sometimes I might have my period and I might be crying and it might be a bit weirder than the other days when I'm talking about (laughs) it, but he listens and he lets me go through it and I'm like, you know, I need this from you. And I never used to do that with Horn. I just used to let it fester, fester, fester and then I would end up like wanting to punch him in the face. Resentment. Yeah, and it wasn't fair because I just wasn't communicating. So I've learned my lesson, you know, from past relationship to future relationship that what I want to be important and I said to him, you know, what do I have to do for me to be the person that exercises every day without fail? Like I need to do my walk. And he's like, well, if you want to get up and be the 5 am like I'll move my gym time to be at 7 and you can go and do what you need to do, come back and then we do the switch and da-da-da and then whoever does a school job of. Once I Teamwork. Start, I know, go us, right? <laughs> and so once we started doing that and I actually started getting up every day and then the sunrise was getting like later and later and later, I'm like, okay, I've gone so early I didn't even see it today. <laughs> I'm like, so I need to retime that now. Um, but, yeah, just feeling you walk, when you walk out and you still see stars, which by the way, this is a little bit deep, but the fact that the whole world's shut down, I never see stars. And the like the what's it called? It's not the economy, the environment. Environment, but the other word. 
the um, climate change. Oh, like yeah. the, there's another word. Anyway, it'll come to me later. Um, walk, walking outside and seeing stars, like I'd been commenting on it for weeks too. Now when I get up in the morning, the stars are still out, the moon's still there and I'm going through this transitional phase where then it's daylight and the sun's coming up and it's warm and it's glowy and, you know, I um, posted something, you know, um, wake before the, the sun rises and feel the magic and it really is such an experience for me to do that and some people – like I go to – like when you're saying you work until 10.30, I'm like I've been asleep for like two hours. <laughs> like I'm asleep. I'm like trying to like finish MasterChef, like hurry up. Like <laughs> I need to go to bed and I don't want to have a snack because you're making me hungry. So um, – but yeah, your routine was not a, not a, like a trigger but it was a, like a mirror to me that I was like I am not me right now and I need to focus on that and then I will look at things differently. And that's why I chose perspective to be the first topic because controlling your perspective changes everything yeah. for you. How you look at something, um, two, two exact same situations, we were just handling it differently and having very different outcomes. And then I had like a bit of a, a bump in the road. Yeah, hit a rut. And I was like, yes. <laughs> Gee, I told you it was coming. <laughs> so I got my... Um, cancer results from my PET scan, which I said in the last episode that came back clear. And you picture that happening as like you're in an office with the doctor surrounded by your family who come with you to hear the results. He says you're cancer free. It's like everyone's embracing. We go for drinks. It's an amazing dinner. You know, it's a good night. Um, But instead, in reality, what it was, was me in the middle of a meeting on Zoom with all of my staff answering a phone call, putting them on mute, then frantically thinking, I can't tell all of the staff that I'm cancer free before I tell my family because some of them were in the office and my mum works downstairs with my dad. Yeah. So I'm thinking if I get on this Zoom and I tell button pusher Aaron right now I'm cancer free, everyone's going to go woohoo and my mum and dad are going to be like, what the fuck's going on? They're going to hear it. So I was like, just quickly had to then call mum and dad urgently and be like, cancer-free, Sam, cancer-free, dad. They weren't together. Like, could you have gotten your shit together? <laughs> Group huddle, guys. I had to make three different <laughs> phone calls. Very rushed. I'm in the middle of something. Got on the Zoom and was like, hey, guys, cancer-free, let's get back into it. I went back into work mode and didn't allow myself to have any kind of like – Soak it in. Yeah, Made any kind of moment. In. I should have just said to the staff, like, get a drink, like, yeah. stop. We'll celebrate now. But I didn't because I was just like – it's my personality to like – work yeah you know and um and hopefully that was a light bulb moment for you that sometimes you got to stop and smell the rose a sweetheart well, one of my news resolutions if anybody remembers was celebrate the small wins mm-hmm. this was a big win like yeah, you even celebrate that bloody thing yeah um but i mean the small wins was more- maybe we could reenact it <laughs> yeah maybe <laughs> from, from aaron's face he's like i don't think you can do that It'd but be we could. It'd be interesting to hear what the staff's reaction was because they were all on mute. So all they could see was me on the phone bawling my eyes out. And so I'd be like, what is that? Ted be able to see they're watching yeah, someone and crying. Like, I didn't say one minute. I just went on mute as soon as the phone call came yeah. through because I'd been waiting for the call for two hours. The doctor was, was running late. behind. Rude. So I just went straight on mute, took the call and um, – then like then was calling it you know mum dad and Sam and so it was like they're just sitting there like what's happening my best friend works for me um and so she's like what the fuck oh my god yeah. you know obviously everybody was feeling that but someone who's yeah. my best friend for 20 years is a little bit more so she then dms me saying like are you okay I see it come through as I'm like on the phone and I just like put my thumbs up because I'm like all I can see is me crying mm-hmm. and so I just like put my thumbs up thinking like 
Belinda will get that I'm saying yeah. like it's fine, they'll get it's fine. So I guess they thought, is she crying? What's happening? Is it happy tears? Yeah, is it sad I tears? Know. What's happening? So that was a bit, you know, traumatic <laughs> for two <laughs> seconds. Um, but yeah, then I just, I took a photo instantly of my reaction because I wanted to like capture that moment for the gram. Yeah. Um, and then after I got off the meeting with the staff, I um, then called a number of other family members because I didn't want to actually put it on Instagram until um, I told people who were closest to me. And I wanted to get it on Instagram pretty quickly because a lot of people knew I was waiting for the PET scan results. So that whole process had to happen very quickly. I was having like lots of phone calls very speedily because I was in the middle of my day. I had another podcast that I had to be on in like an hour. So I was trying to get through that. Um, and so I didn't really process it. Got through the end of the day, felt very off. Decided to go for a beach walk because I just felt like I had contained – because I was on the screen with my staff. I was trying not to cry too much. I'm not really big on showing huge amount of emotions in a professional setting or, or at all really. I'm not yeah. a hugely emotional person with tears. Um, and so I kind of contained it a little bit. Also because I'm having to have a quick phone calls, you yeah. can't cry too much because you're trying to get the words <laughs> out. you got to be quick. <laughs> yeah, so I'd felt like I had to really contain how I was feeling a lot throughout the day. Um, and so I just like I need to go the beach for like a bit of a release it didn't really work as I'd anticipated um and then that and night probably also because as you said earlier you had in envisaged envisaged yeah, it to be a certain way and it was the complete polar opposite yeah to that. and like walking around the beach there was lots of people walking and I just felt very like alone again because it's like all these people around you that you don't know who they are and you're just like there by yourself um and then I forgot my glasses and I got lost on the beach because I couldn't find <laughs> couldn't find my car it was just it's a whole ordeal um <laughs> I didn't know that because well, I had because you were on a timeout that's why you didn't know so I usually I brought my sunglasses me, I'm lost. but when it got so dark the glasses were too dark and so then I couldn't see like which car where, where did I exit the beach <laughs> It makes a good grab content. That's the main thing. It's all about the grab. Oh, um, my God, that's so funny. And then the next so – I think I then Marco'd you. Sorry, I'm going to need That's all right. Um, so you're long distance, I think, glasses. Um, so then I Marco'd you just being like I'm feeling off, feeling mm. weird, um, and that continued on to the next couple of days, I guess. And it was just more around like I have been working towards something so aggressively – for the last few months where it's like I've completely changed like the way that I eat, my routine, my trying to change my outlook. I'm doing all this spiritual shit Your and I'm doing all this yes, I'm doing all this self-help crap, which if you'd spoken to me 8 months ago or 6 months ago, you, you wouldn't that's not anything I would have ever done. The fluff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so um it's I've had to change a lot of things because I was very pragmatic and I'm trying to become more positive. I'm nowhere near all there, but Changes have started to definitely, definitely. happen. It's become I even see personality. Me. So it's been like this huge thing that I've been working towards, and then all of a sudden for it to end, and it just like was nothing. Was like a huge part part of me was yeah. missing. It's like what am I working towards? And I I'd never really talked on my Insta story before or done any content that wasn't like here's what I'm eating or like I'm at an event and I'm showing people dancing. It was more like looking looking my my pov i guess yeah, is what it was on yeah on my instagram yeah. whereas now i've turned the camera on me because i wanted to promote this skin cancer awareness and this message and create and a connection like yeah. as you say to me stop with the <laughs> stop with the sunrise quotes it has to be you <laughs> yeah exactly it's like that's nice sometimes but not all the time um and so 
all of a sudden I'd turn the camera on me to sort of share this message and then I felt a bit like it had given me purpose. Like I really took control of my Instagram as a way to control what I was going through and me using my Instagram as some sort of a journal yeah. had made me feel like I was helping people when I, I couldn't control what was happening to me cancer-wise. Yeah. Maybe I could control other what's happening to other people's yeah. lives and them not getting skin cancer. And so it made me feel like I had that control back and then all of a sudden now it's like I don't have cancer. Do I still talk about cancer? Like is this piece missing? Will people even give a shit about what I have to say? I'm kind of liking that I get this feedback from people that they feel positive when they come to my page mm. and they're enjoying my content. But like, will they care if I don't have this big and then thing I was hanging like, over wait me? Wait a minute. <laughs> like in the back like, of my mind, I knew, yeah. but I also felt off. Yeah. I just was off. And obviously because you hadn't experienced it the way that you had envisaged it, getting the good news, taking the time to soak it in and then, you know, everything that you had been doing, creating, sharing was, you know, a positive message but also the good, the bad and the ugly side of the process that, you know, it was probably – at first when you told me I was like, um, you don't have cancer. (laughs) There's nothing bad about that. <laughs> but then when I started to really think about what you were saying, I was like, well, no, like you, it's about being like justified. And I was like, but you're a survivor. Who doesn't like a survival story, Courtney? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, and you still have a message and you still have to go through immunotherapy and you still are going to live, unfortunately, with that fear with tests and scans that, you know, is this a scan, yeah. you know, and that's an awful feeling. And, you know, anyone that's going through that, it's, that's a horrible, horrible experience. And that was the have. other thing too. It was like, you know, I had comments from people being like, oh, all you got to do is a bit of immunotherapy. That's no big deal. And it was like, well, that's a fucking huge deal for <laughs> yeah. me. I don't know about you, but it's not easy. Yeah. And so it's also like it's hard to fully feel it as well because I have to wait for five years to be fully clear. I have mm. to get a PET scan every three months still. I still have to get immunotherapy yeah. every two weeks for the next eight months. You know, it's still a very real part of my life. Yeah. And we know melanoma is – a, a fucking arsehole it can just yeah. like attach to your body well, a lot of and people that's don't. it and it's that's the thing that's the point of what your message and what you're doing is important because well we live in australia and our skin cancer statistics are horrendous um and a lot of people hadn't got their skin checked and all the feedback that you were getting you know and we can we can plug it on here too you know get your skin checked and we're heading into winter so it's a good time to do it now actually because yeah. if you need any removals or time to heal from things it's like a perfect time yeah. to stay out of the sun and give your body that um, break that it needs but people don't yeah like and people were saying they haven't had it done and they're in their 30s yeah it's crazy I'm like that's scary. And it's also like you know I'd listen to a podcast a week later so this is girl Nat who is sort of one of the most forward people young people that's promoting this skin cancer awareness message and she um you know is the co-creator of the call time melanoma instagram which is doing amazing things and she follows me and i follow her and we've like always kind of like chatted about it and she was on a podcast the other day and she was telling the story of how so as i said it's five years and she was like at her four years and eight months checkup with her doctor and she walked in and the doctor said oh you came alone today and it was like, oh, fuck. And she was mm. like, wow, not good. And now it's everywhere. 
you know, yeah, and it was like, you know, so it's just it's that shit that's just in the back of your mind. Yeah. And it's like it can come back because it lays dormant. That's what yeah. it does. And then it just attaches itself to everything, you know. So, yeah. it's, so it's like it's, keeping a perspective. Yeah. On, so you know, it's keeping scary. All the things that you're doing. Yeah. It's scary that, to like fully feel it as well. So it's yeah. like I don't have cancer. Stop acting like a cancer patient yeah. because you're feeling like. But I might. What if it comes back? You know what I mean? It's just yeah. that thing in the back of your head all the time. Yeah. So I had to do like a refresh. Yeah. I don't even know what I did. I just did it. Yeah. I have well, this ability to do that, thank yeah. goodness. <laughs> and that's probably both of us something that we do connect over is that we're not highly emotional. We can feel funky. We can feel off. But then we take steps and processes to kind of shoo that away. And if you aren't able to do that, we'd like to point out that, you know, mental health, mental wellness is a huge thing. A part of this podcast and if you do feel funky reach out to someone and um and a healthcare professional start with a friend yep. you know start with a friend if you feel comfortable with that and then you know they're doing lots of things now if you're still in isolation telehealth I think it's called where they're doing you know um video conferencing for appointments and um you know if you're feeling something is off look into it if you don't have someone to support you through that. And I think we're going to go into some very tangible tips yes. for perspective. But just before, like that talking to somebody is the main thing. Like mm-hmm. I know that I can get through things very quickly, but I also tell anyone who will listen about yeah. what I'm feeling. <laughs> like it's like. You, come here. Yeah, like I'll come in, I'll be like, button push Aaron. Oh my God, this happened. Yeah, I'm like yeah. venting to Aaron. I'm venting to you, to my family. Like I'm on Instagram telling people yeah. what's going on. That's one thing I don't do. I don't keep the emotions in. Yeah. They come out as I'm feeling it I think that is part of being able to process things faster because I'm letting them out straight away so not everybody can talk to everyone around them yeah but a therapist is important you got to tell you got to let it out somehow Mm -hmm. to someone and like I think that um I actually am the opposite in that like while I'm comfortable talking about experiences I'm usually a lot more comfortable talking about them after I've dealt with them when I'm kind of in it I'm like I feel like my little perfectionist streak is coming out and I'm like, I don't want to tell anyone that I'm feeling like this. I don't want to tell anyone that I'm dealing with this or that I'm feeling this way. And um, I'm getting better at it because like Eden calls it the volcano. Like (laughs) I just like let it like bubble, bubble, bubble and then like I explode and then it's, you know, the crying with the snot and the sleeve and all that (laughs) sort of stuff. So I'm getting better at being like I'm I'm bubbling. (laughs) I can feel it bubbling. But I also would never like go in and, tell people at work like things like that and you know I think it's also I work with a lot of men yeah I'm sure they don't well, care a man. but I think he's like a shihimi <laughs> what is he? he's part of the girl he's gang. a modern man he's a shihi a shihimi but that sounds like he's transgender <laughs> no <laughs> he's just surrounded by women and he's very um relatable to talk to yes I think I've said the word vagina about four times today and he hasn't flinched once when I said it so well, we have a lot of women in our office, yeah. so he's used to it. Makes him feel very comfortable. <laughs> All right, so before we go today, we have to make sure that we're giving you tangible tips every week because that's what we're doing. We've got intentions. We're trying to spread the message and help people. So mm-hmm. we want to be as specific as we can. So we're going to give you our top five tips to changing your perspective. And the first one, Ash, is being open to change and realising that you need to change your perspective. Yes, Because being stuck in your ways doesn't help you grow. And obviously that's what we're doing. We're all about the growth and, you know, learning new things. And I know a lot of people that are like, oh, what's that like 
stuff you're doing over there and like they laugh at me or like they no, laugh maybe no they probably are laughing um and you know because I don't we'll be having the last laugh though <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah being open to change and changing your perspective is definitely the key into future growth and change is scary but Very it's scary worth it definitely changing the right direction oh obviously worth yes it. we just have to disclaimer <laughs> but you have to realize like if you're in a slump there's a reason you've got to change the way that you're looking at things yeah and hopefully that can well, you help. are responsible for yourself well I don't know what that quote is but it's something along the lines of like how you see the world is how the world is so if you see it in a negative light the negative things are going to come into your life and you're only going to see all the bad shit that's happening you're not going to see all the silver linings and the good things but if yeah. you're in a positive place then you're going to all of a sudden see all of the beautiful things that yes. are going in your life so Perspective is like and who a doesn't big want to see change. the beautiful things exactly that life has to offer. All right, number two is get perspective on your perspective. Yes. So I think especially during COVID, all of us were like, "Oh my god, the world is ending!" Mm-hmm. But really, we just had to stay at home. Yeah, and I think you, like choosing your perspective. Like, do you want to be a worry what? Do you want to be a go getter? Do you want to do this? Like, and then when you make your mind up about what you want, it's then sticking to it and looking at it like that. Don't go back to your old ways. You've made a commitment to yourself that you're in the in the change zone. Stay stay there and focus on how you can look at this in a different light. And like I think it's easy to worry and we said don't worry. You know, like when I found out I had cancer, it would be easy for me to be like, I could die, I'm dying, yeah. I'm sick. But I was like, no, get perspective, Courtney, you're mm-hmm. not dying. The doctors are telling you they're going to do everything they can to give you a longer lifespan. So let's look at that. Yeah. You know, you've got to live and so you've got to get – perspective on your perspective Mm -hmm. don't think that everything's happening to you it's the worst for you la 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 no the simplest kind of way is don't worry about something that might happen yeah you know as Brene Brown says don't dress rehearse tragedy yes (laughs) (laughs) which is very easy to do but we're saying don't yes don't do that don't worry (laughs) um all right the second one is Action is worry's worst enemy and that's a quote that you just told Mm -hmm. me, Ash, and it's about putting in the work. Yes. And as like we're obviously going to go back to all the things that we just spoke about because this is the sum down but I knew that something was wrong. You sent something to me, even if you think that a friend's a little bit off, like sending something to them trying to be like, you know, I think you might benefit from this. And then once I, you know, had that time to actually sit down I was like, I am definitely doing doing something about this. This I don't like feeling like this. I want to, you know, change my perspective, move forward, and I'm going to do the work and I'm going to stay committed. And that for me has involved getting up every single morning. Sometimes I have snoozed, but I have gotten up every single morning and gone for my five fifteen um, a.m. beach walk to get my get my juju going and give me a good day. And that's about forming good habits, right? Because I say yes. it takes twenty eight days to form a bad or a good habit. Yes. I think we're going to do 21. 21, is it? Yeah, I'm not I think sure. we're going to do an episode on habits. Yes. We should probably learn how many days it takes yeah. before we do the episode. <laughs> Depends how many habits you need to break, I guess. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think that, you know, yours is like a simple thing where it's like getting up in the morning and doing that, whereas for me back in December it was about rewiring my brain from being pragmatic to being positive. And yeah. that's not a simple fucking change. That's no. a massive big thing. I'm nowhere near there yet, yeah. but every day. Every day I have to put in the work to try and make these changes. Yeah. I have quotes on my computer, quotes my thing because I've got to keep reminding good. myself. You're obviously yeah. getting some of the rewards from it too to keep you going. Like yeah, if you exactly. weren't feeling that, you would stop. Exactly. All right. The next one is triggers. Yes. 
you got to recognise those bloody triggers. Yes. Good and, and bad. Something that we're actually going to talk more about in the habits episode is how certain things trigger you into good and bad habits. Yes. So, um, and I, I get um, triggered by taking on too much. Um, and feeling like I'm no one's helping me, even though I haven't asked for help. Yeah, and it's the easiest thing to do. Um, and it's you know not so much about my mental state; it's about my workload. Like I can't go to bed with like if the dishwasher has finished, and I will not go to bed until I've unstacked it, because wow. coming up and seeing that dishwasher there with like the wet dishes kind See, of. Rose, I'm it. like, how can I use every pot and pan that I? How could I use that Tupperware as a plate tonight? <laughs> So I don't have to empty the dishwasher. <laughs> no, I'm like the second I hear it going like bing, I'm like open, de-steam, put it away. Because so, <laughs> I'm like I could use a teaspoon as a fork, right? <laughs> yeah, so sometimes I've just got to learn to like relax a little bit, ask for the help and then don't let myself get triggered by thinking that no one's helping me like when I didn't even ask for help. How does Eden know that I want him to – like the kids, like they're different and now I've set their routines. I'm like Sergeant Bilko down there. I'm like – I was going to say, I don't actually say this, but, you know, it's like, maggots, like he's like <laughs> screaming at them. But sometimes I feel like I may as well have said that because I'm like, what are you doing? Get up. And so now I'm taking I'm, a dollar off you. <laughs> and so I'm like, you know, take a chill pill, they're still kids, but I don't want them to be lazy, sloppy, messy kids. I want yeah. them to be military kids, <laughs> follow the rules and clean up I mean, for themselves. For me, the sort of ISO, I had to recognise that the news was a massive trigger yeah. for my mood. Yeah, and so it's about it just always being, is for me yeah. too. Unless it's, it's a project, about I about being so aware of. Hang on a second, I feel bad. What just happened yeah. to trigger that? Yeah, you know what I mean. Or it's like, oh, I feel so great today. What have I done to get me into that place? So it's about really nutting down in your bloody mind and yeah. being like, what is triggering Journaling, me to feel like this? Very good to help you recognize pros and cons and another thing because it's the you know the the Rachel Hollis show today but um she does her start today journal which I didn't buy because the dollar rate's very horrendous <laughs> so I'm like I can just do this on a bit of paper every day She's and I American. have been doing it in here and I write it down and it starts the day with five small things you can be grateful for um 10 goals that you have from now until forever and then um one dream and I really like that and every day you're supposed to do it I probably do it two to three times a week, not every day. And I'm like finessing those dreams and, you know, they're taking some, like you don't, you're not supposed to change them. Okay. You're supposed to work on them because the okay. first time you do something, you're kind of just like doing it. And then the more you think about it, and that's about manifesting. Yeah, You know, you're putting it on paper, you're visualising it, you're talking, well, you're not talking about it, you're writing it. Um, yeah. And you're having that like connection with yourself that these are the things I'm every day, I am, well, every day you do it. I am manifesting this. I want it to come true. I believe that I can do it. And yeah, I think it's really cool. I really like it. And I think also what you just said there, gratitude is a big part of perspective mm-hmm. uh, on tip two, we said sort of like getting perspective and I think having gratitude helps you get perspective on your perspective. And for the small things, like to just say, I, you know, was so grateful that I had the opportunity to go and I didn't drink coffee. So for me, I'm going to say, go and buy the bottle of wine today. You don't drink coffee? No. I don't drink coffee. Yeah, I do. We are two of the only people in the world, I think. (laughs) And I so want to be a coffee drinker. Like I want to be like, yeah, let's go grab a coffee. I love the smell. I like the smell. And the action. I have tried decaf which isn't as bad. I don't like the taste at all. It's too I bitter. I don't mind the taste, but I don't like the feeling. Oh, okay. I don't yeah, know so like really. sweaty and like <laughs> can't focus for the whole day. Well, then Eden's like, I need coffee. Like I'm going to kill someone. <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't want to be that. But then yeah. that's me at five o'clock like, I need wine or I'm going to kill someone. <laughs> it's like balance. So you were saying you got to go for 
the small things. It could be like a coffee that you got yeah, or, um, you know, that the kids got in the car the first time I asked them. Yeah, the change in the weather. I'm manifesting that shit. I love a bit of cool weather and that makes a big difference. Snuggly jumpers, socks, bed socks. Oh, very love. But just recognizing those little things that you can be grateful for to show that there are good things Mm -hmm. in your life. In every situation. Yeah, with your perspective. And then finally, it's talk to someone, like we've already said, but we just want to really drum it home because it is important. Nobody can live alone in their, you know, bad thoughts and expect change. People need help and there's no shame in yeah. asking for help. Well, find um, – I also posted something the other day about, you know, finding a role model. You know, even if it's someone that you do, like, you know, you can't afford to go to therapy or something that you can't do, find someone that inspires you. Like, it, you know – Was I your ISO role model, Ash? <laughs> <laughs> well, you were and then I was like that you hated making me. me feel so bad about myself. I was but, your trigger. Yeah, but – Finding, yeah, you were. You triggered me to be like, <laughs> fuck. Um, but finding, you know, someone to look up to inspires you, makes you feel good, doesn't make you feel shitty. Like go through your social media and if you're spending time, a lot of time at home and you're scrolling and you're scrolling and you're scrolling, delete some people. And That's what I said actually a few weeks ago that they say that in life the five people that you spend the most time with are like what you become. Yeah. So if I'm around someone that has all these different these views and it's all the same you, that you sort of align with the people around you and it's the same with Instagram. Mm-hmm. The five people that you consume the most of are impacting your thoughts. Yeah. So if today I said to you, show me and you could show which you obviously can't, but say Instagram showed your five, would you be proud of the five people that you follow the most? And if you're not, you need to reassess that. I actually deleted people when I came back from my tech time because I they were my comparison people and that's not my jam. It's not really who I am and I'm, you know, it's not that I wasn't happy for them because I was but I was like, oh, like I need to do that or that's what I should be doing and I should just be sticking in my lane and doing what no one is me, no one's been through my experiences and that's what I'm bringing to the table and I'm just leaving it there. And even sometimes your family (laughs) and friends on Instagram can be triggers. Mm -hmm. So you can actually mute someone's account because it's hard to unfollow a friend. Yes. You know, that being a very awkward barbecue later down the track. (laughs) Um, And so you can mute them and it means your content doesn't, their content doesn't appear in your feed or in your Insta stories so that you're not having to consume it, but your friend still thinks like you're there in a supportive manner, you know? (laughs) Not going to lie, I have a few of those work ones on. Jotting that down now, mute. <laughs> yeah, so talk to someone. That's the key thing. We'll leave some phone numbers mm-hmm. and helplines and things in the mm-hmm. show notes today. Yeah. Um, and then to re- finish off, mm-hmm. resources. What are the yes. resources? What's the homework we're giving this week, Ash? So I think the the challenge that I started, which is halfway through now, but it is free and you just have a lot of catching up to do. But if you do go for a walk every day, you're in the car. It's just like one video though. It's like a 40-minute yeah, video. So it'll be like six or seven so of them. so smart floating my own boat. But I figured out how to download that video, airdrop it to my phone and I listen to it when I'm walking around I'm in the car. So because it is actually a video, I felt like I had to be sitting there and I was like, oh, I'm listening to podcasts and songs that I'm walking that I'm not into. So you could literally go through this in like two weeks if you wanted to because it's enough content there. Um, so, yeah, the next 90 challenge, which is um, Rachel Hollis, the Hollis Co., and it's free. I feel like the information is very good. It's kind of going to align with things that we are going to be talking about along the way too because it has brought out a new fire in my belly about things that I think are important that I kind of started with and I got a bit sidetracked and went here, there and everywhere. So, Yeah. And then that all started with the podcast episode, which mm-hmm. was 142, Hold On to the Rope. So we recommend that as well. Yep. And then a book. 
And the book, we're going back to a trusty fave that we have mentioned before, which is Everything is Figureoutable by Marie Forleo. Um, just based on the topic of perspective, we felt like that that was one to really like hit home with that it does, you know, give you the tools to look at a situation. How am I going to handle it? How am I going to figure this out? And how am I going to keep going? Yeah, how, it helps to become a problem solver yes. rather than someone who's like always identifying problems. Yes. You know, if, and that again is perspective. Are you always seeing the issue or are you figuring out how to solve the issue? And funnily enough, at work, my I have a little song I'm going to sing oh, for you. Please. I need to roll up my sleeve so I can clap. Oh, okay. Um, so we'll save this video down. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I go, ooh, she's back. Problem solver, Ash. Do the staff do it with you? They, occasionally they clap. They they chant like oh. too because like sometimes you just need that fresh set of eyes to come in and be like, calm down. Yeah. It is completely fine. We're just going to do this, that, and ask that question. And then we go. That's really cute. I <laughs> yeah. like that a lot. It's a problem solver. Ash. <laughs> Because I would rather be a fixer yeah. than a focusing on the problem. Yeah. Like I want to see the solution and go over there. Yeah, I exactly. don't want to stay here in this mess. <laughs> Such a mess. Yeah. All right. Wrap us up. That's it. Okay. So we are still doing our With Love Ash segment Ooh. and we have a little sponsor today, which is very exciting, which is um, kind of going into how to take care of yourself. So it's a health and wellness sponsor and that is Amazonia. As restrictions lift and life returns to the new normal, win a wellness pack from Amazonia that will have you glowing from the inside out, including their great tasting greens, collagen glow with 100% vitamin C and freeze-dried acai to boost your antioxidants. Amazonia is an Australian-owned health brand that is innovating the way we consume more plant-based foods. Certified organic, free from synthetics and made from whole foods. Valued at over $150. And your friend owns this company, right? No, she works there. She works works there. And the greens powder I have been using for maybe four years. She didn't work there then. So that's why I feel comfortable. I haven't used – I have used the acai powder. I haven't used the glow collagen because I use a different product. But the greens powder is really – Yum. It has lots of nutrients in it and it has a weird combination of mint and vanilla as its flavor. But I use it in my green smoothie that I make that you also probably have seen a few times on my Instagram. And it is very yummy greens powder. Some of them are really green. Yeah. And this one is quite well dull. I don't like, like things that taste is, healthy. Yeah. So um, that is going out to one lucky lady, or oh, not lady, it could be anyone could listening be anyone. to this book. Okay. So to win that pack sounds fab. Or we're going to focus on Instagram this week instead yes. of rate and reviews because if you haven't bloody rate and review by now, like what are you doing? Yes. So what you need to do is follow Ash, which is with Love Ash on Instagram, and then you need to put an Insta story up of you listening to the Flawed and Fabulous podcast. It could be a screenshot. It could be, you know, some people actually do little videos of them watching the podcast oh, and their cute. reaction to things. That. That's cute. Tag Ash and then also tag, I'll give you the handle for this brand, Amazonian Co. So that's A-M-A-Z-O-N-I-A-C-O. And then you will be in the running. And I'll also share it on my Insta too. So you can just like. Share the love. Yeah, just share, share, share. Excellent. Good. Thanks for tuning in. Just remember, we're all flawed, but we're also fucking fabulous. This podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network. To stay up to date with me, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Leave me a review and follow me on Instagram at with Love Ash. <laughs>